What's up, guys? Another Thursday, another betting podcast. Here we are, your favorite football podcast, the Football Academy. Sapoon here with Will and Braden. Another full host of the betting podcast. Another week I'm going to make more money than both these guys, just like how I did last week. It was good betting totals for everybody. I think it was both above 800 for both of you. Yes. Above, just above 1,000 for me. So, hey, we're not losing a lot of money. And on the weeks we do, we don't lose a lot. So, we'll go straight into the games. I'm assuming first game of the weekend, Norwich-Watford. Norwich at home, plus 165. Watford slightly more favored at 155. Draw at plus one, oh, plus two sixty. What are you thinking, Brayden? Uh, so for me, I look at this. I think these are two pretty bad teams. Um, I I thought early in the year some of the underlying metrics for Watford were better than their results, but it it just has kind of gone the other way. Like yeah. they're, now, their underlying metrics are looking more like their results, which is not a good sign for them. Um, and Norwich, I think, can. Maybe be better than than they're looking right now, but they haven't really shown it yet. Uh, I don't really see a whole lot between these two. Uh, they've got three clean sheets in all of their matches, so 22 total games so far, only yeah. three clean sheets. So I kind of like the over in this game um, if, you want, if you're so inclined that way, but I'm going to put $50 down on the draw. Uh, this is a true six-pointer for both of these teams. I know it's still kind of early going, but I feel like this is where where it's going to lie uh, between Norwich and Watford. Um, with that being said, I trust a little bit more in Norwich than I do Watford. Uh, hashtag Watford shit. Uh, I'd like to put a hundred down on Norwich. I think there is just a wee bit more quality currently at Norwich going forward. Uh, they'll go out, they'll find two, they'll find their legs. I'm, I'm not going to say what I said in earlier podcasts where it's like, yeah, and Norwich will be okay and they'll survive. Now, nah, y- y'all in for a fight. I'm going to give y'all today, but you're in for a fight. 100 bucks to them Canaries. Team Upuki for five. For five. Well, with that, I'm, I'm just going to wrap that up with a quick 50 bucks on a draw as well. I genuinely don't think there's a lot of quality that's going to be out there. They're two of the worst teams other than uh, Crystal Palace and Tottenham, surprisingly, in the big chances created. So <laughs> Bazinga, says Brady. <laughs> could be a very dull game, but Norwich on a Friday might be up for it. Might be a very good bet, but who knows. Going on, next game, Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. Surprisingly, Chelsea does not travel a lot after Champions League games, apparently. And back-to-back home games after Ajax and then this. Crystal Palace, huge underdogs at plus 750. Chelsea, minus 290. A draw at plus 400. What are you thinking, Walt? Uh, so, despite what Brayden said on the Tuesday podcast about Crystal Palace kind of being meh, I got a little bit more faith in the boy Woy Hodgson. Um, and I think Chelsea have a come-to-Jesus moment and realize they're, they're not the title contenders that we may have thought they were. But at, with that being said, $70 to the draw. Chelsea won't fall off that much. Uh, I think uh, Mason Mount has a bit of an ankle injury right now from we saw in the Champions League. Chelsea shout out to that Champions League game, Jesus. But uh, 
so he may not be playing. Uh, Pulisic for one, still a draw. Seventy bucks is a draw. Feels like decent money. How you feeling, Brain? Yeah, I can't disagree more. Um, Crystal, Palace <laughs> are, Crystal Palace are last in big chances created. They pretty much rely on Zaha drawing a penalty. Zaha is very good at that, and it's uh, has been first in the Premier League since he was at uh, Crystal Palace. Um, beyond that, they don't really do much. Chelsea are second most in the Premier League in shots on goal. I think they were pretty average last week, and I think they'll look to step it up a little bit this week. Um, maybe you can count on them having to recover from a Champions League and uh, Crystal Palace not if you if you want to hang your head it's, on it's something. It's a big game. It's a big game. They had a big emotional game. Like I, I, I hang sure. my head on what I said. Sure. I'm putting 250 on Chelsea. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm just going to wrap it up real quick as well. $300 on Chelsea. I think... It is pretty straightforward that Chelsea are a very good team in the Premier League. And I think after the comeback, quote-unquote, today, they're going to be galvanized even more and want to end their, you know, the game before the international break on a high. Moving on, Burnley-West Ham is a very interesting game for me because it's two teams very differing styles in the way the managers want to play. Managers very interesting in how people perceive them. Burnley at plus 130 at home at Turf Moor, as we've talked about. West Ham United plus 200. Draw at plus 250. What do you guys think? Uh, so for me, I this, this game is tough for me to go off on too much, because when you look at West Ham last week, I, they were they were really, really bad, uh, to the point that Cresswell came out and said the fans were right to boo them off the pitch. Um, and they conceded three goals to a Newcastle team that just can't create anything. Um, notable, I think, is that those three goals were set pieces, and what do you not <laughs> want to be bad at against Burnley is dun, set dun, pieces. Uh, I, I also think Burnley attack more at home than people give them credit for. Um, over the past few years, they've kind of gone from this, we're going to score a goal and hold on for dear life, to... They're a little more expansive, specifically at home. Um, Burnley have also like kind of quietly in the past uh, in in the past eleven games they've conceded two or more goals in six of them, um, which is interesting. I really like the over in this game if you're uh, if you're so inclined, uh, but I'm putting fifty on Burnley. Uh. I'm going to have to take the opposite there. Burnley is a team I start to fear for now. Uh, I think with the sixth best manager in the Premier League, Manuel Pellegrini, uh, West Ham are due for a bounce back, having lost all they had on the bounce. Um, I think they go into Turf Moor. I know I talked about Turf Moor being a tough place to play. I think that maybe West Ham have a little more quality than credit for. Uh, I think they walk into Turf Moor. I think they take all three points. Uh, $60 on West Ham. So Mr. Number Six. Out there with that $60 bet. I'm, I'm being small. I got some big stuff going, you know. It's, your boy's making moves. Just let me make my moves as they are, all right? Let me live. Let me live, bro. Why you let me live? Uh, I, I very much disagree with you on that. I oh, think fine. Burnley and Turf Moor are a different beast, as uh, Braden pointed out earlier. And I think I'm just going to go ahead, $100 on Burnley. Very easy bet for me, I think, at Turf Moor. Pretty 
easy win for them. I would assume. Moving on to the next game, another team that had a blinding result against the team we just talked about. Newcastle United at home against Bournemouth, a team that does not score very many goals, who also got a win against Manchester United. Heading into this game at St. James' Park, Newcastle at plus 160, Bournemouth at plus 180. Very little in between them. Draw at plus 225. What do you think, Brayden? Uh, so for me in this game, I, I, I'm, I'm still a little tilted from Newcastle from last week. I, I felt they were extremely lucky. They only created four chances uh, from open play. Uh, I, I don't think that's something that they can repeat again. Uh, Bournemouth have three clean sheets in a row. Uh, I think the main thing you should look at if you're interested in betting this game is the under. Newcastle don't score. Bournemouth is playing well defensively right now. I'd look at that. Um, but for this game, I'm putting 175 on Bournemouth. Brayden, I stand with you, my man. Uh, 70 bucks on Bournemouth. Uh, I think that was a lucky display for Newcastle. I'd love for them to bounce back and play fair. Shout out to the homeboy, Mike. Only reason I'm wishing them any well. Um, but I think Bournemouth are a better side. Uh, I think St. James suffers from a bit of a, I don't even want to say non-belief, but just like there's an SAT word I'm looking for that I can't find, but kind of a, a bit of tiredness of Mike Ashley and the entire Newcastle deal. Uh, crowd won't be behind him. Bournemouth come in, sneak one out. Uh, you know, one nil Bournemouth, seventy bucks on Bournemouth. Shout out Reggie, love you, man. I hope your boys do well. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna kind of go on a little bit of an opposite direction from you guys. I'm gonna go with a draw in this game for fifty dollars. I think neither one of the two teams really score a lot of goals, as Braden's already said, and I think this could be one of those situations where you might not have a a winner per se to give you the quality to win the game. Another game that I think might lack a little bit of quality is Southampton against Everton. Southampton at home, plus 190. Everton, plus 150. A little bit favored. Again, the away team. Draw at plus 240. What do you think, Will? Uh, I, as you guys know, do my dumbass bet of the week. Uh, I changed it up right before we went on the air, or on the internet, whatever. <laughs> air um because i this was going to be one of mine but i feel like my bet might be a little more solid than i give credit for i'm gonna put 140 on everton uh i really hate to use someone's like injury as a galvanizing point for a team because it's kind of tragic what happened gomez but all of a sudden you see a team who are able to go out and dig out a point against a team who they did not know if they were able to compete with and now they have the inspiration of playing for this guy who is now down for them. They can stomp their way into St. Mary's, which is kind of an atmosphere at times when it needs to be, and eke out the three points. Uh, this, I I don't want to overstate this and sound like super trite or like someone who's on ESPN FC, but this could be the turning point for the blue shite. If they can get behind the fact that they lost a very good player on their team and how it happened. Now you could turn that corner. I expect a big performance from Everton. I expect him to take three points. I'm going to go ahead and put that 140 on him and not make it my dumbass bet of the week. That feels like a solid lock to me. 
Yeah, for me, I find this game really difficult to predict what's going to happen here. Uh, I think Southampton just haven't been very good recently. Uh, some of that's because they played uh, two top four teams in a row with uh, Leicester coming and stomping them and then uh, them kind of fading against Man City. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how Everton will necessarily react to that. It can be galvanizing. You could argue they already had their galvanizing moment from that when they got the equalizer yeah. in Spurs. Um, Does it continue, I guess, would be the question. There. Yeah, so I, I don't really know how to go with this. I'm putting 30 on the draw. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I don't quite know what Everton really is at this point. And for that reason and that reason only, I'm going to go with another $50 on the draw. I have certain doubts about how Everton can expose Southampton. But at the same time, I think Southampton is a team that at home, they need that moment. And I think this is a game that they can get that moment. Because, yes, the galvanizing point might happen in this game. But I think, as Braden said, the galvanizing point happened when they already got that goal. So they might be a little bit too de- demoralized going into an international break. So that would be my thought process into that game. Another team that might be thinking into the international break is Tottenham. Actually, quite a few teams as we talked about this. Tottenham Hotspurs at home, minus 160. Sheffield United and the boys are plus 475. The draw is at plus 300. What do you think, Brayden? Uh, so for me, this is all about uh, Sheffield having to have a shot at this game. Uh, they're, Tottenham, if you look at them, they're currently a, they have eleven uh, big chances created, so one a game, which is it's not a very good sign for them. Uh, I think they're struggling a little bit. Uh, you could you can maybe argue that they were turning a corner and then um, Everton before that happened with Son. I think what you talked about earlier with that being a galvanizing moment for Everton. Yeah. Um, that's. A moment that can affect a team psychologically in the wrong way as well for Spurs. Uh, contra- contrast that with Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield are on a high. They are... They... I fully believe that Sheffield believe they can go in and beat anyone at this point. Um, and they don't really care what the odds say. They're just going to go for it. So I'm going to back that against what I think is a vulnerable big team. And you always get good odds against vulnerable big teams. So I'm putting 100 on Sheffield. So, guys, here's what just happened. So Brayden said all the stuff he said, and I had this set as my dumbass bet of the week. I looked at my notes, and I realized that my dumbass bet lies way deeper than this. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with Brayden here and feel like less of an idiot. Also, I just want to let everyone know my notes have the uh, stadiums listed on them. And Tottenham Stadium is now listed as the Glass House. Shouldn't throw stones if you look at the Glass House. They're going to throw everything they have at Sheffield United. Sheffield United is going to continue their amazing away form. Snatch one in the 82nd. 60 bucks, Sheffield United. Don't throw stones if you live in a Glass House. And if you've seen the stadium, it's essentially just like a geranium? Was it the thing where it's all glass and they grow... Hot house? I, there's so many words. Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Producer Justin said it's greenhouse. I'm sticking with hot house though, because like tomatoes. 
Next game. Next game. <laughs> um, just to wrap that up, I'm going to go with a 50 on Sheffield United as well. I think it's pretty straightforward. A big team's there to be taken. Sheffield United and my boys out there, Dean Henderson. Come on, son. Dino. Dino is going to be a legend somewhere, Dino. wherever he goes. Dino with the good hat. Dino with the good hat. <laughs> Moving on, the next team that is very much also looking for the international break at this point. Leicester at home against the mighty Arsenal. We're not very mighty right now, but mighty odds for them at plus 255 away. Leicester City plus 105 at home. Surprised that they're not favored a little bit more. Draw at plus 275. What do you think, Braden? So, for me, I alluded to this on the Tuesday podcast, but I just, I don't know what Arsenal are going to do in any of these games. Like, can Arsenal come out, especially now that the Xhaka thing has been somewhat resolved within the club and Aubameyang is a club captain now, um, could they come out and really uh, put in a performance? Maybe. Maybe they come out and, and do that. Leicester, I think you would have to argue, are clearly the better team right now. They're clearly playing better. Um, I do think there's something about what Arsenal are going to try to do that keeps it close. Uh, so I'm putting $10 on a draw, which shows you the amount of faith I have in this game either way. Well, well, well. So, uh, y'all, if you listen to the podcast, and I've, I've gone back, I've listened to some track, listened to some tape, uh Typically, I'll say one thing on one podcast and go, hey, maybe you should do this and then do the complete opposite. Surprise. Here's a time where I do that. I just said that Lester's going to challenge for the, the top four, possibly even be the darker for the title. I'm going to put $60 on Arsenal because I just can't put it against it. Um, Lester have to get I'm putting it down because Lester have to be found out. And I feel like this is one of those times where they should be found out. I'm going to be wrong. Brayden, mm-hmm. I love you. The homie, but I'm going to be wrong. Arsenal are going to come out and win this match, and you're going to be happy. And I'm going to feel like an, a genius for doing this, but I kind of want Leicester to win it. I'm putting the money where I feel like my brain lies on being like Leicester is not as good as I thought they were. With that also being said, I also watched Jamie Vardy banging one against Liverpool, so I could end up eating my words. I'd really like to not eat those words. So 60 bucks to Arsenal. Aubameyang just... Bang one in for me, buddy. I love you, man. Just it'll need uh, to be three. Banging seven. I don't <laughs> care. Just just banging enough for me to win. God, that's all I want. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, say this. There are times when a manager needs a result, and if Unai Emery has ever needed a result, this is it. Because I think a loss, a heavy loss, especially, could really signal the end. And I think. With the odds being plus 105 for Leicester, Vegas kind of does not know where this game is going to go either. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just going to go ahead and put $100 down on Leicester City to win this game. Finally, a game that we all disagree on. That's clearly the sharpest play. <laughs> but yeah. I just think that Leicester City, Brendan Rodgers, if you are not just pretenders and you guys are actually contenders, show me. And this is the game to show it. Yeah. And, and I think, again, a big team's there to be taken. Yeah. And Leicester City, Leicester City, at the end of the day, might actually step up and take advantage, especially at home. Let, let me go ha- go ahead and say this. There are three matches, if you want to watch this weekend, you want to watch. 
I think the if you just like football, you're going to want to watch Norris Watford. That's going to be a great game. Um, Leicester Arsenal is going to be a match you want to watch because that's these are your middle like top four qualifying for Europe. There's another game we'll get to later on that you're probably going to watch anyway. Uh, the Norris Watford, if you just like good, competitive, angry English football, that's not the best played football. Go ahead and get an example where you can watch the championship with two teams. We'll be back there in five seconds. Next match. <laughs> well, the next game is another game that there's, I think, a big team there for the taking. Manchester United at Old Trafford. Favorite against Brighton heavily at minus 170. Brighton at plus 575. And the draw at plus 285. What do you think, Brayden? Uh, so for me, I, I think you're right to say that this is a big team that's there for the taking. Uh, and I do think that Brighton is playing well enough that they can get a result here of some kind. I, I would not shock me to see Brighton go out and win this game. Um, I don't personally... that That's not the direction I'm going. Um, but, you know, Brighton, if you look at their metrics, they create a lot of big chances. They're ahead of United in touches in the box. Big chances created, big chances miss. All the things that should say that they are likely to create more than Manchester United are if you just strip the names away. Um, in this case, I do think that Brighton will give United a lot of respect, and I'm going to go with uh, $90 on the draw. All right. What uh, do you think? Uh, <sighs> Biggest game of the weekend right here. Yeah, <laughs> go away. Um... So my thing is always like I as a Liverpool fan, you have to pay your due diligence to Manchester United because fuck them. But also like sometimes it just fucking happens where you have to do it for the the thrill of the money. I'm going to make a stupider bet after this, so I'm going to take what I think is a sure thing. Brighton and Hove has have done very well in their past matches. Respect to you. Love, big up, whatever. I'm putting $50 on Manchester United. I just think there's a little bit more quality in you guys. I'm not going to say a little bit. Fuck you. There's a lot more quality in your fucking team than to be like on like, well, Brighton can... No. I, I know we have not seen it. And as a Liverpool fan, I know I've not seen it and relished in it. But also as an objective football fan, it's fucking Brighton. I'm putting 50 bucks on you with the hope that you do it because I kind of need for you to at this one. So I can have something to yell at. Like, aside from City, which you'll see later on. <laughs> I, I think this is a pretty straightforward game. Brighton's going to come into Old Trafford. They're going to play the way that they have played so far. And this is another game where I think Manchester United... As much as I hear about people are going to back Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and whatnot, it feels like a game that if he loses, there will be rumblings again of an Allegri coming in and everybody else. So I'm going to go with the $50 on Brighton. I always do well when uh, I bet against Manchester United because either we win, I'm, I'm happy, uh, or else we... Uh, we lose and I make money. For anyone, so, for anyone listening, I swear to God I'm a Liverpool fan. Yeah. He's like, I swear to God, it's the real thing. 
I don't know why I have faith in them. I just want him to be happy. Because I'm a nice dude. Sapoon so, so just likes living that hedge life. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's be fair. Let's be fair. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. The penultimate game of the weekend, Wolverhampton Wanderers against Aston Villa. Aston Villa, who beat them, I think, in the Carabao Cup game. Mm-hmm. Wolverhampton Wanderers favored minus 110. Aston Villa plus 320. A draw at plus 260. What is up, Will? My favorite YouTube channel. Get the bell on. Get the fucking bell on. This is the dumbass bet of the week. I'm telling you right now. Everyone's like, but Wolves, the quality. It's at Mullany. Fuck all that noise. I'm putting $104 on Aston Villa. There's more quality in that Aston Villa side than there is in that Wolf side. They haven't so many shit Aside from the Europa League against teams who are in the same standing from leagues that like are a little bit lower than the Premier League. Congrats, Wolves. You might go out there and get to the Europa League quarterfinal. Fuck all that noise. Aston Villa are going to be in a relegation fight, but they are going to survive that. And this is where they prove their fucking medal because they walk into the Molyneux and they put a fucking statement down. $104 to Aston Villa. And if I lose this and I talk all this shit... Go on Twitter, go on the Facebook, and make fun of me for fucking ever, because I stand by it. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't feel that strongly about this. <laughs> um, but to maybe uh, hamper your uh, dumbass bet of the week stuff, I'm actually going with 95 on Villa as well. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I, I think Wolves have the Europa League midweek to mm-hmm. contend with. Uh, I think Villa are a... Well, this is a tra- this is a classic game for Wolves where they get up to play a big team, they come back to play a smaller team, and they don't perform to the same level. I think Villa. I don't. I wouldn't even necessarily say that Villa have more quality than Wolves, but I think they. I think they're a pretty close team. I think the underlying metrics say that Villa and uh, Wolves are pretty close. The talent is more similar than we give it credit for. Yes. Um. So because of that, I'm going 95 on Villa. Well, well, well. Um. I, I quite don't know what to think of this game because the Europa League kind of puts in a strain on the squad that I don't know how they're going to deal with. They have not done very well dealing with it. So I'm going to go with 150 on the draw. Mm-hmm. I think there's just enough quality at home and Molyneux that they can go ahead and get the draw. And maybe Aston Villa's got it. And I just don't see it that they're going to go for the kill and willing to lose a game because they, again, Wolves, Ruben Neves, there's quality out there that can do something. Going out to... So I, I was going to say, uh, I mentioned on Tuesday, uh, a thing, a trend for Villa has been betting on the under in the first half yes. and on the over in the second. I actually don't really like that for this game. Um, I don't see Wolves like piling it on at the end. I see it much more likely for Wolves to come and catch up a draw in there, like what uh, Spoon was saying. So I like the over in the first half, maybe the over on overall as well. If you're if you're going to take that as far as uh, Wolves, uh, Wolves, 86% of their goals this season have come in the second half. So listen to this man's bet. If Wolves is going to do anything, it's going to be in that second half. Yeah, first half under. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to... The game between two of the teams I hate the most. And <laughs> I wish this game did not mean as much as it does right now. But this is the biggest game 
for the Premier League right now. Liverpool at home, the underdogs at plus 175. Manchester City at plus 150. Draw at plus 245. What's up, Paul? What's your dumbass, bet? First off, fuck you. But, guys, I've done the math. Just all the math throughout all the betting. And I'm about to be the most obnoxious and insufferable asshole in the world. Because I fully believe that from the frailties we've seen this season defensively from City, that Liverpool can win this game. And they are the underdogs right now, but I fully believe that we will win this match at Anfield. Here's where I become an asshole. Because my bet for this match, I want to put $286 to Liverpool. Because when you've won it six times, sometimes you got to be a cunt about it and just bet on the number six. We're winning this match, Sadio Mane, 89th minute, because it's going to be fucking nervy all the way up to it. And also, all those weird, super shitty fouls that City commit, they're going to get called. 280, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I plead the sixth to Liverpool. Everyone in this room hates me, and I don't even care. <laughs> I've never been prouder of myself in my entire life. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I think City are the better team in show it. I'm playing 150 on City. <laughs> <laughs> they let me have this entire moment to say the opposite thing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I, th- this is a weird game for me because I have seen Liverpool go out there and obliterate Man City at Anfield. However, oh. and in the Premier League, Last year, I still remember that Klopp was kind of afraid to take that chance that he normally does at home to win the game. And this year, it might just be one of those cases where if he does get a 2-2 draw, I think Man City have more of the quality to get the winner because they need a special win to galvanize their season on because it has not been up to the City standards, up to the Pep Guardiola standard. And I think... This is a game that maybe John Stones plays out of his life and <laughs> does something. But He scored last week, so I suppose he's done something soon. But I think Manchester City can very well and go out there, get a result. I think they're going to win, but I'm going to go with the safe route and put all my remaining money on a draw. Mm. Because as much as everybody says this is very unlikely to be a draw... That was the case last time these two teams met at Anfield. And it was almost a draw if it wasn't for that John Stone's crazy clearance from the line. I will say there's a there's a high, like, I'm taking Liverpool because I'm a fucking homer. You heard the bet. <laughs> but there is a high likelihood that this is two teams going, oh, my God, it's the other guys who look like us. And it can play to a draw. Like, yeah. It's only in 2019 that you can have a rivalry to win the Premier League and here's Will Webb sitting and talking nicely about Manchester City. I mean, and I'm going to put it like this. The Beatles are better than Oasis and that's all I have to say. And yes, they're Evertonian fans, but you know what? Paul McCartney roots for us when he has to. He played a show at Anfield. In the show on that. Boom. You know who Liverpool knows. <laughs> you know who else played a show at Anfield? Juan Mata. On that note, <laughs> Robbie Williams played Cheers, guys. Pilots? <laughs> No, go on. Fair. On on, on that note, cheers, guys. Have a good weekend and hope we win a lot of bets. And by we, I mean me. Me. Cheers. See you guys.
バイ。